So are we all in this together or alone together or alone all together? Let's talk about it this about this after the song. Check it out. What you yelling for? Lay back, it's all been done before. And if you could only let it be, you would see. I like you the way you are when we're driving in your car and you're talking to me one on one. But you become somebody else around everyone else. You're watching your back like you can't relax. You're trying to be cool. You look like a fool to me. Tell me why you have to go and make things so complicated. I see the way you're acting like you're somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this. You fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into honestly. You promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it. Look at me singing there like an asshole. Anyways, how are you guys doing? It's exact. This is more class, of course, bringing my next episode uh, to you. Um, and I'm pretty thrilled to do it, um, as I've been for the past few episodes. And it's exactly 6.27 p.m. this Sunday evening. And... Um, I have a few things to talk about, literally, like, you know, and uh, I don't know whether it really matters to you, but hey, man, you know, I've got a few stuff, uh, things um, running in my head, and uh, let's talk about it. Yeah, so I kind of kicked off this episode asking you whether we, you know, everybody's like talking about, uh, everybody's, you know, kind of uh, talking about how we are all in this together and alone together is like, you know, hashtag alone together. And, you know, it's becoming like big news. But are we really all in this together? Are we really? Uh, is everybody alone together? Not really, because if you ask me, I'm alone all together. That's my hashtag. It's not alone together, but it's alone all together because that's what I'm doing right now. My quarantine or my social dis- uh, social distancing, of course, is a different aspect of where you keep six feet distance and uh, from people and don't go close to them. And um, you kind of, when you're sneezing, when you're coughing, you kind of uh, cough in your arm or whatever. Yeah, that's different. But in quarantine, basically, uh, I'm not alone together because I'm literally alone altogether. I'm doing this alone, like individual, okay? So there's a difference. So don't kind of generalize stuff. You know, everybody's like hashtagging alone together. No, man. I'm alone altogether. Anyway, yeah. So uh, besides that, uh, I hope you guys are doing well. You know, um, uh, it's 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 really getting uh, it's getting it's it's getting it's like you know it's getting crazier every week, and it's like getting a little too much. But hey, man, you know what else? I mean, what else to do? Maybe we are safer inside. But at the same time, I hope things were even easier. You know, if like if you told if you told someone if you hashtagged people saying stay at home 
hey man, that's the only way out to kind of flatten the curve and the scientific terminologies. You've know, you got to flatten the curve. You've got to flatten the curve. And then we'll kind of slope down. Perfect. Ideal. That is what we got to do. That's the way we're going to beat this virus, you know, till the vaccine comes out. Perfect. I'm not saying no. But hey, man, we are not all of us in this together. We are all navigating this crisis that is uh, this pandemic, this, uh, this quarantine in a very different way, depending on the social status in society. So if you're really good, if you're making good money, if you kind of have wealth that is going to last for you till, till you die and for your family, hey man, you can do this. Like if, if the government out there Whichever country you live in is telling you stay at home, you can definitely do it, you know, without any hassle. It's like cool, a cakewalk, because, you know, you have everything to take care of you. You have a backup plan. You have everything. But for people uh, who don't have that, who, who you know, uh, who kind of, uh, who don't have that security, social security, are going to kind of, you know, uh, they're going to wonder, like, what am I going to do? You know, if I stay at home, you know. Uh, I would not be able to take care of myself. You know, I'm going to kind of, uh, I'm, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a backlash. I'm going to be mentally like, you know, tortured if I kind of uh, sit at home. So staying at home, all, all of us in this together, you know, these, these phrases, these terminologies, it doesn't apply to everyone. It's easier for the rich to navigate a pandemic than for someone who lives paycheck to paycheck or is kind of, you know, middle class or is belongs to the, you know, a working class uh, in society. So believe me, we're not all in, all in this together and not everybody's alone together, you know. For instance, for example, for me, I'm alone altogether in this pandemic, in this quarantine. But well, it's been okay for me because uh, I'm not a party animal I don't socialize too much, but I love crowds. As I always said, you know, I love crowds. I grew up, I was, uh, I grew up in a place that is crowded, like, you know, trains packed, buses packed, like city girl completely. So uh, for me, uh, I miss that because I can, I can just be a nobody in a crowded street. Like I can just be a nobody. I cannot know anybody on that street, but at the same time, I can be, you know, involved. I can just be present. I enjoy that. I don't need to have thousands of friends to, to really survive. I can do it. You know, I can just go in a crowd being a nobody, knowing nobody and still kind of, you know, have fun. That's what the city life has really taught me, basically. And I love that. So that's something that I'm definitely going to miss, but uh, I'm missing, basically. But right now, if you ask me, uh, you know, after we come out from the quarantine, whenever it's going to happen and social distancing is kind of that, uh, that kind of uh, thing is kind of ruled out. I'm going to think, I'm basically going to think before really, uh, when I see a crowd, my, it might kind of scare me a little, you know, because uh, I'm kind of watching a few more movies, etc. And I see those movies like, you know, romantic comedies. And when I see people like, hey, man, you know, or, or action movies, etc. Like, what are they doing in a crowd? You know, I kind of, it scares me. Like even watching a movie and seeing people in crowds and kind of shaking hands and things like that, that scares me. So even when I'm making a choice to watch something, I watch something that kind of, you know, is like horror, is like, you know, it's like it would scare me. Like M. Night Shyamalan's movies. You know, those scary kind of movies because they kind of, 
so that's what I've learned about myself. You know, I kind of understood that that's what I like. I like to listen to or watch or kind of any kind of entertainment, something that c- connects with my current situation. Because right now I can't watch movies where, you know, it's crowded and people are like, you know, walking around, shaking hands, laughing, talking. Hey, man, don't don't cough there, you know. <laughs> so it's like that, basically. Um but yeah, that's how it is. I used to miss the crowd, but maybe I'll kind of, uh, it's going to change. It's going to definitely, there are this many changes that uh, that are going to happen to me individually. I don't know about you, how you would really take it. But hey, man, for me, it's like, uh, I would really think before uh, getting it. So I watch M. Night Shyamalan's movie or any kind of horror movie, because uh, the situation that we are in right now, at least for me, is like horror like what are we doing kind of thing but at the same time uh i can uh, i don't need to a uh, party or you know i because i don't do that often and i don't like doing it i always found found excuses to uh get out of it so that's something that doesn't really bother me yeah so uh talking about the pandemic i believe it's just getting it's getting in every country in the world across the world it's getting a little uh too much it's not it's not kind of uh flattening at all i mean it's not you know it's not going on the x axis it should just be parallel to the x axis right below you know sticking to the x axis on the graph but that's not happening we are still right you know it's, it's in the rising vein i think uh, there's some good news that uh um, to see that the number of deaths in countries like France, Italy, Germany, New York for the first time actually have been slowing down, which is good, which is good. But you know what I want to do is I want those lines, you know, on those graphs to be sticking to the x-axis right there. That's when there's no infections and we can all do whatever we have to do. So, of course, till now, uh, there have been about uh, 1.2 million people cases like infections out of which the number the number of people who have recovered have been around i mean there are around 250,000 people who have recovered from the infection so they they were kind of infected they treated they got treatment and they kind of were released so about that's about 20.8% and the number of deaths is uh, i mean sadly 65,000 so it's absolutely increasing you know every week or every day actually um so that's about uh, that's about five point four percent. So prayers to all the people who have kind of uh, died. Really, really sad, and especially for the families who couldn't really meet them, you know, uh, on their last day on earth. So that's that's really sad. But uh, definitely, you know, um, uh, at least for now, I believe it's just slowing down a little. Not drastically but we need to you know really go and just you know go so close to the x-axis where till when there's no infections at all and that that's what you know today i actually i was like uh i actually looked at a a dollar bill i looked at the bill and i i screamed it and i said stop controlling our lives you know i literally looked at the bill a dollar bill a dollar and i screamed looked at it and I screamed and shouted saying stop controlling our lives because basically it's money I never talked about money this much as I'm doing it right now I never cared about you know uh, not that I'm rich I'm not rich 
But at the same time, I never talked about money as much as I'm doing right now because I believe, you know, we keep talking about shortages of ventilators. We keep talking about shortages of uh, masks and all these important equipments that the medical people really need, you know, to kind of function or to even to save lives. And uh, so how about, how about just printing money that I'd suggested last time? But nobody's, you know, taking that suggestion. It's as simple as that. Just take those printers, print the money, distribute it, send it as aid, because this is, this is something really an emergency. We can't wait, you know. It's taking away lives. So how about just printing money and just kind of devaluing that currency, all the currencies all over the world, and just kind of doing it until this pandemic is over? Imagine we could save lives. How about that? Uh, so, so actually, actually, today, this afternoon, I looked at a dollar bill. I screamed and shouted at it saying, stop fucking controlling our lives. That's what I said. And then after five minutes after I said that, I said, Merle, you're just an asshole. Yes, but I did it. Hey. Right. So, um, um, and uh, so... We are seeing a few, uh, there's a slowing down, but about, I believe, out of 241 countries and territories across the world, 211 countries are infected. So it's basically the entire globe. There's no running out from it. Like India, China, Italy, France, Germany, all the seven continents, all the countries, all the territories, all across the world, all across the seven continents are suffering from this infection. So let's just print money, distribute it till the pandemic is over. Devalue money. Don't give it that importance. Manufacture, large-scale manufacturing of all the things that are short. There's a shortage of everything. If people are dying because they can't get their meal per day, send it to them. If people don't have a roof over their head and they have to use parking lots to sleep at the places there, I, I saw that. That was mind-blowing I mean not mind-blowing it was like mind-boggling to think about it how the homeless people they've kind of uh, drawn uh, demarcations for them in the parking lot six feet away and they're sleeping in the parking lot I can't imagine and it's happening all across the world and it, what scares me more it's happening even in it's happening in the developed world and that's what really scares me so there is a solution. Print money. But anyways, I don't want to talk about it because I talked about it last time. You can listen to my last episode if you want to really think, talk about, you know, listen to my views on that. Uh, and then I came to know, uh, you know, I didn't know that there were so many countries uh, in the world, basically. Like there are 100, 197 countries. So when I was actually checking about, you know, which are the countries that are saved, and I, be- and I understood that basically all the countries all over the world are basically infected. And then I wanted to check, like, hey, man, so we have so many countries. Like, how many countries do we have? And then I found out, thanks to Google, my friend, uh, we have around 197 countries. And then I want to check out, you know, which is the largest country. And then I came to another, Russia is the largest country. What is this, which is the smallest uh, country? And it's Vatican City, uh, which is mind-blowing. So, you know, basically... All we need to do is this pandemic. Okay, there's a silver lining to this pandemic. Whatever you say, it has exposed governments all across the world. It has exposed our social, uh, the way we are living, inequality, exposed, 
completely. Who knew we were running behind? Uh, we were running behind, you know, capitalism. I believe it's so wrong to do that. We need to have a balance of that. Yes, we need to have uh, competition and all that shit. Yes, but our health systems are exposed totally, which is a basic human right. Mass unemployment, which we can take care of. Uh, essential workers are basically poor people, or not poor, or at least middle class people. You know, they are essential workers. They're risking their lives in going to work. But what do we do to take care of them? Nothing. Hollywood actors, you know, who are now non-essential workers basically are paid more than essential workers. Why? What do they do? They just act in movies, you know? So what makes them so special? Why are they, why are they getting paid more than uh, essential workers? People who are basically running the world, you know? So the pandemic basically has exposed governments all across the world and has exposed our social systems. It is not for the people, basically. It is, uh, it is uh, there's a lot of inequality and I hope after this, you know, it's taken care of. And basically, um, you know, uh, I'm also, uh, I've suddenly changed my mind that I'm also in, in uh, favor of uh, the wealth tax. People who are rich can be taxed or wealth tax so that, you know, uh, this tax can go to help, uh, to help uh, people who really need. And if we don't want to do this, uh, you know, it's just not going to work. So we need to have an equal society, distribute uh, a proper distribution or redistribution of wealth across all sectors, you know, and thank God, not thank God for the pandemic, but the pandemic has basically exposed the social system. That's what I would definitely say, you know. Tell me why and nothing but a man. Okay, so... um, now, since this pandemic has exposed everybody in our social systems and it's really killing people, which is really sad. But I want to make uh, a few confessions of, you know, I never really kind of thought about it. But now I'm thinking about it. There's a lot of thought process happening. It's not meditation, basically, but there's a lot of, you know, I'm kind of thinking about stuff as I'm in quarantine. It makes you think, definitely. So I've come to know a few things about myself. Uh, the first very important thing is I don't know how to cook. Okay. I'm a bad cook um, and uh, I should not be allowed to cook for people because uh, as I always said that, you know, I cook to survive, basically. I don't cook tasty food. I cook to survive. So if I have to eat, I can fry fish and stuff like that. But nothing's like, you know, uh, it's great. Nothing is like, you know, great. I cook kind of, you know, um, uh, for uh, I can cook for a party or something. So I'm a bad cook. That's what I really... And I started hating the food that I cook, basically. So I don't like what I cook. Uh, and uh, that's something that I kind of uh, realized about myself. Uh, and so uh, since I'm on Tinder now, and uh, while I was on Tinder, and uh, and uh, I I used to always look for, you know, other other kind of sets of qualities in people, basically. Like, sense of uh, good sense of humor so that you know someone people can really have the have the ability to laugh at my jokes I'm not talking about someone else making a joke but someone who has the ability to laugh at my jokes. so you need to have good sense of humor to be able to joke to laugh at the jokes that I make and then you know uh, 
these other basic qualities that you're really looking at, you know, um, kind of witty and stuff like that. But now I've kind of changed my mind. What I'm really looking on Tinder, and I'm going to change my bio on Tinder, saying that I want someone, I'm looking for someone who really, you know, can cook, basically. You know, who really cooks well and does stuff, uh, does stuff with, uh, you know, can cook vegetables and can cook fish and stuff like that, because and pancakes and stuff like that, because... Um, so I'm going to change. That's what I plan to do. A few things that I'm kind of realizing in quarantine about myself. I don't know how to cook. So I'm going to change my bio on Tinder uh, to make sure that uh, the person who I really kind of, you know, swipe right on is someone who can cook pancakes and fish and um, vegetables and egg curry and stuff like that. Because, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a bad cook. And then um, another thing I realized is... Uh, dinner's cancelled okay i don't eat dinner anymore because uh, we're quarantined we're all you know the thing is when you're when you're going outside you're climbing bridges and you're getting running for a train or running for a bus or kind of you know running around you're walking and things like that but now while you're in quarantine that's not happening so i don't really feel hungry like you know of course i'm like hungry when i'm kind of uh, for breakfast that i'm hungry for lunch and then well, by the time it's dinner time, I'm like, hey, man, what am I supposed to do? I'm not hungry, you know, kind of thing. So uh, so I don't eat dinner. Like if I have to eat, like I just kind of put something in my mouth, like I just boil an egg, uh, shove it in between uh, two slices of bread or one slice of bread and then eat it kind of thing just to kind of survive the night. But I don't make a full-fledged kind of dinner. It's like totally canceled, you know, at least during this quarantine time. And then, uh, you know, as I was saying, another thing is I love crowds and that was something that I'm crazy about, but I think crowds are going to scare me now. Uh, I was never a handshaker or a hugger, basically. Never been one, even before the pandemic. So this really works for me, you know. I'm kind of not getting that uh, feeling of, hey man, it's going to be difficult not to do it because I was never a hugger. I've never been a handshaker ever. I'm the, hey man, you know, kind of thing and just move. Uh, that's how I say hello or hi. Hey man, you know, hey, kind of thing. So uh, this really doesn't bother me. That's what I've understood about myself. And uh, uh, and then I was like, uh, there are a few things uh, like uh, body hair has started looking good in me. It suits me basically. That's what I realized about myself. I'm kind of, I don't really uh, go to a parlor or do too much. Like I'm not into uh, getting too much done. Like literally, not really. I don't do it. But it's just giving me more time to look at myself now wherein I see, hey man, I have those uh, thick eyebrows. Yeah, I have side, uh, what do you call it? Side lock. I have the side lock and then I have hair on my forehead, which is natural all all growing, you know, and then uh, and then I realized that, hey, man, you know, hair makes me look good. Body hair makes me look good. So that's another thing that I realized about myself. And then uh, I also have realized that, uh, you know, as I was saying, I like to watch movies that really match my mood. Like right now I'm watching all horror movies because that's the mood right now. Everything is a horror story, you know, with what's happening around us. So basically that. 
And then another confession that I want to make is, you know, I also once as a kid, um, I told one of my, <laughs> I feel so bad doing it, that I did it. I told one of my teachers, I told one of my teachers and I was really a kid. Like, you know, I was a kid, man, but I had the balls to tell my teacher that when she was kind of, you know, telling me do this, do that. I said, uh, I said, teacher, please stop bossing over me. <laughs> and I literally did that. That was that, that, and I have not changed from that day, from ever. Like, you know, I have, uh, I'm such a, I'm such an asshole, basically. You know, I can tell you things on your face if you're kind of bothering me, you know. And I actually told my teacher, which I feel bad. She was my teacher. I needed to respect her. I told her, stop bossing over me, you know, kind of thing. And that's sad. That's really sad that I did it. But hey, man, that's me. And I've not changed at all, you know. Um, I literally needed a filter. Uh, I, I literally need a filter so that, you know, I kind of, um, uh, but then it doesn't happen. It's just, uh, it's just, you know, uh, so I tell people like, Hey man, you know, I, I grew like, I was like, I, even when I was a kid, it was like that, you know, it's not my fault. I'm not kind of, it's not because I've changed right now and I'm being rude or, you know, I'm saying what I feel is on my head. It's just that nat it's a natural kind of feeling. So that's what I told. And another thing I wanted to say, I was, I had the, my biggest crush growing up was the Backstreet Boys. I loved all of them. Like I would not say that I like just like one of them. I loved all of them. I loved all their songs. Their music videos, you know, are kind of x-rayed in my head because, you know, it's the, it was the MTV generation. We watched so much of video music more than listening to music like uh, and MTV was continuously playing in my home you know at that time so we uh, we kind of listened to every song back to back the video was like you know stuck in our heads still stuck I can tell you what what it really looked like in that video and then so like Backstreet Boys biggest crushes like all of them and uh of course, I liked all these songs. Like, you know, I can kind of literally uh, sing all of their songs. But one of my favorites in which they sang in quarantine was, of course, you know, You are my fire, the one desire, believe when I say and I want it. That way, but we are two worlds apart. Can reach to your heart when you say that I want it that way. Tell me why and nothing but a headache. Tell me why and nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never wanted hear you say yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it that way. Cause I want it. So that was my, of course, favorite song. And not only that, hey man, 
I loved all the songs. I loved Britney Spears at that time. Spice Girls. Wow, man. Those were the days, you know. Well, some of the best songs at that time. Um, another thing I wanted to kind of make a confession about. I love African-American swag, okay? The hip, the cool, the swag. And for a while, for a short while, actually, I kind of tried to, uh, tried to, you know, get that swag because I loved it so much. You know, there's nothing like uh, uh, the music. There's nothing like black music. There's nothing like their body language. There's nothing like the way they speak, the expression, the things that they wear, the shoes that they wear, you know, it's kind of, it's very swaggy, it's very cool, and it's very difficult to imitate. Like, you know, anybody else, like the brown, the whites, etc., you know, they're, do, they're trying to copy them. It's like, it just doesn't turn out like them. They've got that body language, that swag, that is just, you can't just copy it, you know. It's, it's just, it's something about them. It's something about, in the blood, you know, it's in the genes, it's in the chromosomes or DNA, you would say, basically. So I actually, to be very honest, I kind of tried to copy that for a while, for, for some time, but I was not successful. So that's something that I really wanted to confess about, that I love that swag, the African-American hip, cool swag. It's so natural. Like, you know, I believe it's a part of the DNA and that's something that I never could copy um so that's another confession that i wanted to make and uh tell me why and nothing but a heartache tell me why i never want to hear you say yeah 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 i want it that why yeah 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 right so um <laughs> I just happened to watch the Queen's speech like uh, a few minutes back today. It just happened today, I believe, uh, at three o'clock. Uh, the Queen, um, the Queen's speech, where she said a few things about you know how we are all in this together and we're going to come out stronger and we're going to return to the normal. We, you know, as we remain resilient and united and stuff like that. All those, you know those jargons kind of thing. Of course, it's great. It was a great speech, but uh, some things, you know, don't really uh, match with my sensibilities. Maybe I'm not that high level to really understand all those those high-tech talks. But at the same time, you know, Mrs. Queen or Your Highness Queen or Ma'am Queen or Dear Queen or Your Mercy Queen or how will be your dresser, you know? Great speech. But how about, you know... Uh, you have mansions, like, you know, we talk about the rich people, we talk about Hollywood actors, and the rich people, etc, having a mansion, and, you know, and we talk about that. But the queen has mansions there. Mansions, plural, I mean, like dozens of them, you know. So how about using, you know, saying if you if you're saying that, you know, you really can, you're showing a concern, and I respect that, you know, I respect I respect her speech, I respect her concern, etc. But how about giving those mansions, you know, uh, as quarantine space for people who are infected and they have to be kept separate or using those mansions as hospital re replacements or, you know, converting those mansions for relief efforts? How about doing that, you know? You don't need those so many thousands of mansions there to 
uh, for two to three people in your household to really live. So how about donating those mansions as relief efforts or for relief efforts or for or for a kind of, you know, um uh for uh, keeping you know whatever keeping quarantine people there infected or maybe converting them into hospitals for a while do that you know that's what that that's when you show concern and i'm not talking about one mansion that would be a different case altogether you have mansions you know so that's the difference that's that's what i'm talking about um so i watched the queen speak i, I, I respect that i respect what she did but you know like uh, there are other ways, you know, kind of thing. What I mean is uh, there are other ways to kind of uh, uh, show concern by, you know, you know, what I mean is like, you know, uh, experiment, you know, kind of live by example. That's what I'm saying. You know, if you if you're saying something, you know, I, I appreciate it. She's a queen, your highness, dear queen, your mercy queen. Uh Ma'am Queen, Mrs. Queen, or however you address it. I'm not really well versed with those terminologies because I'm not that rich. And I'm not rich, not that rich. I'm not rich at all. And, you know, I don't belong to that class at all. So I don't understand those high-tech term, high terminologies that they use. Uh, but at the same time, what I'm saying is, you know, kind of thing... Um, like, live by example, walk the talk, give your mansions away as release, relief efforts. For people maybe that's when you know I'll bow when I see you I'll meet you I'll get the opportunities to meet you that's what I'm saying okay another thing I want to say is um, you know I studied in a convent school like when I was uh, high school and primary school and secondary school that's what we call it called it in India and India, primary school and secondary school. So I studied in convent schools, uh, school in Bombay for about like eight years. And uh, so we, we we had to sing a lot of hymns, you know. And uh, so suddenly, you know, out of the blues that day, I was like, you know, just sitting and kind of doing my stuff. Suddenly out of the blues, I thought of the song and I was like, hey, man, like what's happened to me, you know. All that is happening around you. Sometimes, you know, tend to get a con- kind of a little sentimental which i'm not i'm not an emotional i'm not too emotional i'm not sentimental i'm pretty uh but sometimes you know you tend to get into that space because of what's happening especially when it comes to people who die and so many of them just dying randomly so uh the song you know suddenly uh which i used to sing in school basically came to my head and i was like hey man i'm like i'm getting a little kind of you know getting into that uh, sentimental emotional space and that's a song okay i'll just sing it for you ask and it shall be given you seek and you shall find god knock and the door shall be open and the lord will answer you i believe god I believe God, ask what you will and it shall be done. Trust and obey, believe it and say, yay, I believe, I believe. 
God, ask, and it shall be given you, see, and you shall find, Lord, and the door shall be opened, and the Lord will answer you. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> oh my God, school days, man, I literally sang the song, like, you know, and we were, we were kind of, uh, we had to sing these songs, so. So thinking about if if I have to kind of, if I'm seeking something, you know, if I have to ask something, I would basically tell people, you know, we're all fighting the pandemic. Let's all get tested, basically. Let's all get tested. That's what governments all across the world need to do. Let's all get tested. Separate people who are infected from the people who are not infected, you know, allow the people who are not infected to go out you know uh and live uh, a normal uh, a normal life like you know and the people who are infected can be quarantined treated and kind of uh, treated and then they can re-enter into the into the normal space and then of course you know there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of tests i believe that uh people are working on like the antibody uh, antibody test to see whether people have the protein uh, the antibodies to fight uh, the protein that is on the virus but you know the see the virus has uh, a coat the coat has a lot of um, proteins has a lot of uh, proteins on the body so antibodies are basically something that really fights that so you know doing these antibody tests to check whether someone has infect got infected and has kind of recovered from it is a plus point because that person has you know has a strong immune system can fight the disease so that person is actually free to actually walk around you know without having to stay indoors so having you know identify these people and allow them to live at least these people to live a normal life outside also test people you know who uh, who were infected but they are asymptomatic asymptomatic without any symptoms so those people also need to be identified because they are the basic spreaders you know we can't identify and they've not been they've not been isolated from the rest so basically i would say all of us need to get tested separate people who are infected let the others kind of move around people who are immune to this who've kind of fought the disease let them move around you know they're never going to get infected again how about that that's what i feel but i don't know how far what i'm talking about is true or not but i'm kind of analyzing stuff so that's what i feel you know ask and it shall be given to you so this is what i ask another thing that i was thinking about is uh you know we we all going to come back no doubt about it we all going to come back and live a normal routine business as usual life but what i'm saying is it should not be business as usual that's what i'm saying we should not live business as usual i hope this pandemic has really taught us that we need to satisfy the basic human rights like health food roof over their head education basic human rights free to everybody that's what i believe i've changed my mind the pandemic has changed my mind completely human rights health food roof over your head education is a must for everybody and um no matter what your age i was talking about 18 years no man everybody should get this 
If you're 90 years old and if you feel like studying something, give it to that person for free. So all this needs to be free. That's what I feel. Open the borders, globalization. Let's know what other countries are doing. Learn from them. Mix it up, you know, completely. If I was up there, I was, uh, I, I was, you know, if I had the ability, I would take to hold the entire earth up there, you know. If I had the ability, I would take earth, planet earth, and shake it up a little, you know. Just pick it up and shake it up a little so that everybody's kind of mixed up. No race, no color, no social status, nothing. You know, if I had the ability to go up there in the universe, pick up planet Earth, the blue planet and shake it up, I would literally shake it up like a ball, you know, and allow everyone to get mixed up. That's what I would do, basically. Um, and then, um, uh, as I was talking about wealth tax, I'm, I'm completely in favor of that. Maybe ask and it shall be given to you. Maybe that. Hollywood uh, Hollywood actors and all these uh, are basically non-essential workers. Why are they paid more than essential workers? So what I would do is ask and it should be given to you. I would basically give essential workers a pay raise, make them really rich. You know, get them to that level because you really saved our asses here during this pandemic. Ask and it shall be given to you. Climate change is another aspect that we need to remember. Very important. We need to focus on it. Otherwise, it's going to kill us, basically. I can't imagine the East Coast just got one time, like just one time it snowed here. I can't believe it. It used to snow like so many days. It didn't snow here crazy climate change is fucking real okay and um polar bears they're leaving their habitat and they're coming on uh in the civilized on civilized land etc for food because they're hungry that means ice is melting there you know ask and it shall be given you see and you shall find God, and the door shall be open, and the Lord will answer you. So what I'm asking is, so next time every nation, you know, we have these, uh, we have these national day parades across the world. You know, every nation has the national day parade. So whenever these parades happen, what I want every country to not kind of. You know, we have these ammunition vehicles and, you know, uh, they kind of profile their bofors, whatever those military guns and vehicles and airplanes, etc. You know, they, they kind of show off their military pride. Every country does that. So I hope from next year onwards, we have learned that the, the people who we need to adore are basically our healthcare workers, everybody, doctors, nurses, uh, janitors and People who've kind of who work in the healthcare, no matter what the position is, sanitation workers, etc. Uh, all these people who really are still working, you know, they, we when when we have a national day parade happens, we need don't need to kind of uh, show off our military might, but we need to show off our healthcare might. So I hope we kind of. Uh, respect them during those days, honor them during those days, and not our ammunitions. Basically, that's what I feel. 
ask and it shall be given to you maybe it should happen you know i want i want every healthcare worker and everybody out there to wear their goggles their lab coats their uh, their mask etc and all their sanitary gadgets etc and walking those parades from next year onwards every national parade should have that kind of parade that's what i feel so ask and it shall be given you see and you shall find god and the door shall be open and the law will answer you i believe god i believe god ask and will and shall be done trust and obey believe it and say yeah, yeah i believe i believe god so that's what i feel you know basically that's what that's what should happen uh, that's what that's what i kind of kind of you know kind of find life with so those are the things that i've asked during this episode let's see whether it kind of uh gets fulfilled uh if you want to tell me what you were, have been asking for uh, all this while please let me know i would love to hear from you you can write to me at just nobody podcast at gmail.com just a nobody podcast at gmail.com you can dm me on my twitter account at m-e-a-r-l-c-o-l-a-c-o that's my twitter account and um, as always you know i really appreciate it you know i love you guys for really taking the time to listen to this podcast uh, and to these episodes that i keep you know churning out every week uh, i don't know whether anything makes sense to you but of course you know thank you so much for really hitting that play button uh but before i go i want to say this you know that if you see talent you know if you see some someone is someone is good at something you know and if you can do something to help that person to kind of uh move ahead in life or uh anything that you can do to help someone you know uh maybe just kind of retweet someone for all you care or just appreciate someone or if you have the ability to kind of promote someone please do it you know it can make a big change to someone someone's life because no not everyone has the opportunity has a platform to kind of you know go ahead in life so just maybe just an appreciation for all you care you know can do it for them uh so that's what i want to kind of end it in a very positive note we get through this definitely but remember you know i hope it's not going to be status quo it's not going to be business as usual we need to go move ahead and bring that change that's important and don't forget scan it shall be given you see so don't forget to tell me what you want to ask and what are you seeking maybe you can just kind of uh dm me or uh, kind of email me or whatever uh that's what you can do um maybe if you wish to um and before i go you know i kind of want to leave you with uh this song you know i'm i'm basically a very good uh, i'm very good with uh, finding new songs or finding something that i like and it's it's basically a hit i'm telling you whatever i like you know it really does well because i have a good i for um uh, for something that's good you know i can tell you when something's good definitely you know i have that eye for it i wish i could do it with my with what i what with my work or with whatever i do you know kind of thing i can't do it with myself i hope i could do it but i can tell you when something's really good you know when something someone else does is really good and i don't spare a beat to appreciate someone if i like it 
whatever it is so i've been listening uh, i came across a song actually two days or three days back it's by ali ali gaiti uh the song is called what if i told you that i love you it's basically a great quarantine song it's a very nice song you know and i love the voice of this guy you know it's very different it's like um i love that accent i believe he's got he's got that i think he's canadian um at first i thought he was indian he looked indian but then i kind of uh, googled check around he's middle eastern basically um and um now i know why people think i i look iranian or i look middle eastern because you know we kind of uh, uh we kind of look pretty similar you know uh black hair black black eyes black eyebrows you know uh black eyelashes etc maybe that's uh, that's very prominent and now i get it why people think you know i look very middle eastern uh right so uh ali gheri i just came across this guy like 3 days back i love the song i don't know why these people don't really you know become that popular and famous and kick it out you know i don't know why it's not just happening uh because he's a brilliant singer and i want you to check it out i'm just playing the song i'll be on the other side of the song yeah check it out Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't wanna say I miss you if I don't know that you miss me back. I don't wanna say the wrong thing if I do. There's no coming back. What if I told you that I need you? Would you tell me that you need me? Yeah. If I tell you all my feelings, would you believe me? Yeah. What if I told you that I love, 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 love? thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i really appreciate you guys man come on thank you so much for now i need to go um i think i've gone beyond my time let five minutes more than what i usually do that's a lot okay i need to go take care of, take very good care of yourself especially during this time definitely whenever i do my next episode i'll be i need to say bye for now baby bye 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 take care <laughs>